PBIS Journey to Genius. Are you in the process of implementing PBIS? Are you wondering where to start? You are in the right place. We are here to support you. Stay tuned. This is PBIS Journey to Genius. I'm Diane Farrell, and I'm here with Diane Ruff. And today, we have a very special person who's agreed to come and talk with us. Um, we have Erica Bauer. She is a school counselor, but also the district PBIS coordinator for Green Local Schools. And they have had quite a PBIS journey. And so Erica has agreed to come to us and talk a little bit about that journey and herself. So starting out, Erica, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself and why you went into education? So thank you so much for having me. Again, my name is Erica Bauer. I am a school counselor. I have been in Green Local Schools for 20 years, and um, 17 of those years I've been a school counselor. I taught second grade before that. Um, about nine years ago, I started on this PBIS journey, and it really tied into what brought me to education in the first place, and that was um, building positive relationships with kids and families. Um, I always knew I wanted to be a counselor, um, but I fell in love with the school setting and the ability to really make connections with people. Well, you have both our hearts right now because I was a school counselor for 25 years um, and I just retired last year and I've worked with my good friend Diane for many of those years. And Diane was a second grade teacher. Yes, so, oh. yeah, sure. For a lot of years, a lot of a lot of both of us. Yes, so that's, that, that's very cool. So you know, um, going into education, or since you uh, moved into the counseling world, you probably have an aha moment, uh, something that just warms your heart, or just keeps you coming back every single day. Could you share that with us? Um, so I was really thinking about that aha moment and. I think there's been many over time. And again, it always, for me, goes back to building those positive relationships with students or parents. When I was a teacher and I had a student that finally made a connection with either the curriculum or was able to solve or work through something, it was so encouraging. And, you know, I was so excited for that student or the family member that we were able to connect with. So I think for me, it just all boils down to building relationships is the way that we can move kids forward, the way that we can best support them. And um, PBIS has really been a wonderful avenue for that. Um, and to me, that is what it's all about. So not one aha moment, but probably many, many over time. I just love seeing students feeling connected to that one person or many people. Yeah, I love that. We've been talking a lot about relationships, you know, in, in a lot of our other episodes, and it really does seem to just come down to that. People, when they think of PBIS, if they don't know much about it, they don't think about relationships, but really PBIS is all about relationships. So that's Absolutely. Awesome. Coming from that school counselors and teachers, you know, lens that you're looking through, that that is huge. Um, so let's start talking about your journey because um, you have not only had the bronze award several times, you've been awarded the gold and now the district award. So what, what is that all about? Let us know a little bit more about that. 
So we were lucky enough about nine years ago, the state support team in region eight um, contacted my principal and I about being a demonstration site. Our building is an early learning building. So we house our developmental preschool and our kindergarten. And they were looking for um, early learning centers to work through the framework of PBIS and then be a demonstration site for the region so that other schools could come and uh, kind of model or see the things that were working well for us. And when they first came to us, um, I had been trained in PBIS many years before. And I was like, oh, yeah, we're doing wonderful things. Um, you know, we care about kids. We're doing a lot of really positive things. But I really want to focus on tier three. So if we could start at tier three, that would be great. And they kindly said, you know, no, <laughs> we have to follow the framework. And relate to that. Everybody does. Everybody does. Yeah. Um, and they were absolutely right. Um, I couldn't, we would not be here as a building or a district without state support team eight and their support. So they were a hundred percent correct that we needed to sure up our tier one supports um, and make sure that our pyramid wasn't upside down, meaning we weren't supporting too many students at the tier two and tier three level that really could have been supported by solid tier one support. And you know, Eric, um, about that in one of our previous podcasts, that when you come to the PBS, just like you said, we need help for these severe kids, these two and tier two and three kids. But what they said to you is exactly what we're finding out. If you start at the ground level and you do that tier one and you do it strong, you affect some of those tier two. And then that pyramid does go right side up. So it, it is yeah. true, but I know people don't feel that way. So how did you go on? How did you get to be a district? What does that what does that mean? Do certain schools have to have goals or what does that mean? So um, I think I'll get these percentages right. But 60 percent of your schools have to be recognized at the bronze level in order for you to apply for the district award. And then just like, um, you know, the applications for the buildings, there's criteria, there's criteria for the district award. So even if 60% of your buildings um, have received bronze, that doesn't automatically mean that you'll receive the district award. There's additional criteria. Um, with the support of uh, Joya, our director of student services, we established a district level um, PBIS team as well that includes the team lead for PBIS at each building and a building administrator. So we are really looking through that district level lens at what we're doing and trying to be consistent across all buildings. Um, we are working our way through a tool called the DSFI, which is um, basically the TFI, which is what you use um, for your planning through tiers one through three at the building level. It's a district level planning tool. Um, it is comprehensive. Um, it has taken us a minute to get through it, but it really does ask those district level questions that help provide support to each building um, and really make it more of a philosophy as opposed to, you know, each building trying to do their own thing. Okay. That, yeah, that's interesting. Is there any other districts around that have the same status as you? Or are you the only one in Northeast Ohio? Do you know? So I believe there's one other district 
in um, the SST8 region, which would be Portage, Summit, and Medina County that received the district award. And I'm not 100% sure what district that is at this moment, um, but I do believe there is one other one. Hey, well, that's quite an honor. So congratulations. I think that's, that's Thank amazing. You. Um, so, you know, I guess, what are you most proud of over the last several years that you've been working on in, in PBIS that you've had a hand in that you're just like, this is, you know, amazing. I'm proud of it. We're proud of it. Our school. Yeah. So I think just that it is created kind of that culture and environment. I'm proud of so many things and proud of so many, um, different little moments in time. For example, I was in a preschool classroom and a student in that classroom, we were talking about our expectations and being safe, kind and responsible. And she said, oh yeah, my brother already taught me all about that. And I just love that. I love that older students are going home and teaching their younger siblings about it before we even get a chance to meet them. That to me shows that it's spreading. Um, I love seeing our expectations all throughout the community. We did adopt um, the same expectations pre-K through grade 12. So as students transition to different buildings, the expectations are the same. It's be safe, be kind, be responsible. Um, and we've really found that kiddos, no matter what grade level, you can fit just about anything into those three Absolutely. Did we freeze? Assistant. Um, I'm sorry. Oh, no, I thought for a minute we froze, but no, we're good. Oh. <laughs> um, so having that consistency, it's also great for parents. They don't have to learn a new set of expectations. They can use that language at home. We've had an amazing partnership with Starbucks um, in our community, and they have really partnered with us to promote our expectations. They honor a staff member a week. Um, actually, it, we do two-week transitions, but they honor a staff member a week that is demonstrating PBIS, and then that staff member gets to honor a student in their class. They provide us with these lovely gift boxes um, to present to the teachers, and then the students also get a little gift box. Um, so that's been really cool to even build relationships with businesses through PBIS. Um, I'm so thankful for that. Very proud of that. That is a um, we also to get the businesses in on it because you know we had we had um uh last week um we we there was some talk about you know preparing kids it was a high school Maslin city schools and they were talking about preparing kids with these soft skills you know for those high schools that don't think PBS is for them you know it's an elementary thing it's not for them but those soft skills that that get them ready for the workforce well look starbucks is understanding that they're understanding that the people that come to work for them they want them to be kind to be respectful <laughs> you know they want those and then to to reward that to br branch out into the community and to have that reinforcement that's that's just excellent that's awesome that's great to hear yeah, we're, we're very proud of that partnership. And Starbucks has been so um, generous with our district, um, always involved. So that's been incredible. They've done some special events with the high school and contests. So it's been, it's been really exciting. We also have um, 
our academic booster, so to speak, I guess you would call it, is Green Schools Foundation. And they have partnered with us and are financially supporting our PBIS initiatives so that we can sustain the work. Um, you know, we try our hardest to make our acknowledgements things that don't cost anything. But as you know, there's cost involved in acknowledging. And so they have committed and partnered with us to give each building in our district funds to purchase um, because they also agree and see the value. And we know that uh, behavior and academics are directly correlated. So if students are able to have a successful day, they're demonstrating safe, kind and responsible behaviors, they're gonna do better in their academic work as well. And we wanna honor students for all their success. So not just academics, although those are of course very important, but we also wanna honor those kids that are demonstrating those kind behaviors are going above and beyond to be safe or responsible. You said that was Green Schools, what, what was the company? That is um, a nonprofit organization within our community, Green Schools Foundation, um, and they provide uh, grants and scholarships to our schools, and they jumped on board to partner with us for the PBIS initiative. Nice. Another community outreach. That's yeah. great. Mm -hmm. So you've got the whole package here. We can see it. <laughs> it's so exciting. <laughs> If you had schools that were listening to this, because we've we've had lots that are listening to it, emailing us, you know, asking us for help, what would be your tip in trying to, because what we see you as different than others is you've gotten many buildings involved. So it, you're not just, you, you have been working on your building, but you've got many buildings involved in this. What would be your tip for other schools trying to do that? Where, where would you even start? So I, I do think um, when you first start looking at PBIS, because it's been around for so long, because it's so heavily researched, it can be overwhelming, all the information you can find. And for me, um, what we did through the support of coaching through SST8, and then what I've tried to model in our other buildings is really following that tiered fidelity inventory. So looking at the TFI, which is that tool, you can find it on, I think, pbis.org, um, using that tool to help drive our decisions. So we started with the TFI here at Greenwood. We scored ourselves. We did not score very well the first time. And it was important that we scored as a team. Um, our coach made who sure we understood. Who did you include in that? When you did it the first time, who did you include in that? Because that would be a big tip. Yes. So we established a team. It had an administrator. Um, it had uh, myself as a counselor, our school psychologist. Um, we had teachers representing all our grade levels, which for us, it was just pre-K and K, but it was important to include both. We had a specials teacher and we had um, a classified staff member, a classroom aide as part of that. Because when you're looking at the questions, I may feel like we're doing a great job of something but our staff, other staff might feel like, I don't feel like we have that yet. And that's exactly what happened. Um, I, I, you know, from my perspective, it seemed like we had things in place, but across the building, maybe that wasn't being communicated correctly. So um, it was really important. And I think it's okay to score really low. Um, like I said, we did not have a great score the first time we did it. And it's not that we didn't have great things in place, but 
we needed to be a little more structured in what we were doing and consistent. And I think that's what that tiered fidelity inventory helped us do is get organized. So we were working smarter, not harder. We had lots of things and we kind of needed to weed the garden a little and focus on the things that were going to give us the most benefit. So um, <clears throat> that's exactly where I started with our teams at each building. I met with, um, typically it was a counselor and an administrator and we we created a team for each building. Again, with that TFI criteria of having everyone around the table, all groups represented so that we could get the best picture of our building. So you are the common, um, you are the common thread at Green. Okay, because that's important right there. So you, from what I see, right, Diane? We have yes, this one common thread person. So your advice in doing this as a district, and Diane jumped in anytime, is reaching out to your SST, okay? Getting their support, taking that tiered fidelity just to the heart. Like, let's not worry about being perfect. Let's worry about being what how everybody feels. And then doing that across all the buildings. Yeah, and really... Um... The other thing that was nice about that that helps me is when we scored, we immediately started creating action steps. Like, for example, the first point on the TFI, I think, is team composition. So we looked around the room and said, wait a minute, do we have all team members represented? And if it, if we were missing someone, like let's say we hadn't invited a classified staff member, okay, let's make sure that's our action step. For our next meeting, we want to get someone invited to the team. So we started creating those action steps. And then that was my agenda guide going forward. So as the person trying to create the agendas and keep us moving, it helped me so much because I could just look at that and be like, okay, we did that. Now let's move to our next step. What's the next thing we need to do in our action plan? And it, it made it because we're all busy and we all have lots of hats to wear. It made it much easier to take it one piece at a time. Um, I remember our my coach for SST8, who I just, she knew so much. She had such a wealth of knowledge. She would just give me one piece at a time to work on. And I greatly appreciated that. And she would always say, go slow to go fast. Um, you know, really taking our time and being thoughtful about it. We've been doing this. This is our ninth year. Um, it took us a minute to get everything in place. You know, we planned for an entire year tier one before we rolled anything out to teachers because we wanted to make sure we had it. I understand that. Too. Right. Yeah. We wanted to make sure everything was right before we shared it with teachers. And of course there were things we needed to adjust, but I mean, really for not the last you know eight and a half years, we've been doing the same things for tier one and it's still strong. It's still working. It's not gotten stale. You know, it, it's been very effective and we've seen amazing growth in our building. That's, that's awesome. That is, that's, that's great. Uh, yeah. I just believe, you know, the tier one has got to be so strong and we've had the same tier one procedures in place for as long as you nine or 10 years. And, uh, yeah, kids just know and understand all the expectations. And so we're very pleased every year at our pyramid as you know, as well. I love the fact that you're able to get your other schools on board. Um, our middle school is starting to really, you know, move along with that. We're still trying to get the high school on board. But I think the fact that you're that common denominator with the different schools. 
sounds like, uh, you know, that's that's a, a good thing. All right, Diane, are we about at the yes. end of our podcast? It just went so fast. But um, Erica, I really want to thank you so much. You brought such a wealth of information to schools who are starting this out. Your community outreach is amazing. That is wonderful. That's a big thing. I took notes. I thought, oh my goodness. I need yeah. To I'm thinking, to, yes. Right? Talk to our and, team about reaching out. And that whole idea of you being that common thread and getting those schools on and using that tier fidelity to get that stuff. I mean, those are all such great things to share and take away from this. So, um, well, everyone, that's all the time we have. So um, I'm Diane Farrell, and I'm here with Diane, Diane Ruff. Ruff, and this is our podcast, PBIS Journey to Genius. Please reach out and email us if you have any questions or concerns. We'd love to email you back and let you know, especially with this new um, district uh, PBIS award winner, Green Local Schools. So thanks again, Erica, and we'll see you all next week. Bye.